Welcome to the Texas Law Dog Podcast, where we will get you off, literally and legally. Your weekly true crime podcast from the criminal defense lawyer's perspective. Join the Texas Law Dog and co-host Akash as they venture into the nitty-gritty of the criminal justice system and explore how there may be practicable solutions to cleaning it up. Any and all content produced should not be construed as formal legal advice, used for educational, marketing, and solicitation purposes only. Some information may be factual. All guests have agreed to use their real names and likenesses. All views and opinions expressed by the Texas Law Dog reflect the opinions of Texas Law Dog LLC only and should not be construed as formal or informal legal advice by a practicing attorney. The Texas Law Dog will not get you off, literally or legally, despite what he may claim. Hey guys, a quick note before we start the show. I recorded this episode 9 on Tuesday, January 5th which was a day before the uh, Trump insurrection uh, domestic terrorist incident. And so I sat on this thing for about a week just debating whether or not I should even release it. And um, honestly, I'm going to because I think that even though the message isn't going to be resonated with by anybody now, I hope that somebody sometime in the future listens to it and was like, oh, there was one reasoned logical guy here um at some point so you know i imagine that uh it won't be too long before free thought and critical thought and any sort of discussion of unpopular topics will be completely eradicated from the internet but until that point i'm going to keep giving it um my all and so a lot of y'all uh probably won't love this episode it's more of the diatribe type so you might just be better off skipping it but if you truly want to look into maybe what's going on in this country and why we're all hating each other this might be a good episode for you um but most people don't find that too sexy these days because they just want their side to be agreed with however as someone that is a uh a rare proponent of um, critical thought on both sides wherein the answer isn't to censor the other side's opposition then uh, obviously that's an unpopular position to have today so I understand if um, this message gets deleted eventually one day so it's whatever there's nothing anything conspiratorial or crazy or asinine in it but um, and there's no calls for violence and there's no calls for hate speech or any sort of things like that there are no violations of anything um but it's it's encouraging people to think differently and i think that that eventually is going to be a crime because i see thought crime everywhere every day in the media and on social media and until people leave those things behind um nothing will change in my opinion so guys without further ado enjoy my take uh which was a day before the insurrection but i think my anger and my passion in this episode truly does sort of resonate with what did occur on the 6th. And um, and I think that it's important to realize that while people, you know, I think that the left has forgotten that, that people are angry and um, censoring them is just going to make them angrier. So I think that it's definitely something that that's needs to be addressed and, and and talked about because if we if we just completely shut down any sort of discourse um then we're setting ourselves up for this group think hive mind one party system that's going to literally set us up for even more disaster down the road and um i hope you guys find some sort of solace in this message even if it's listened to in 2025 maybe 
after the world's burning, they'll be like, man, the world maybe should have listened to this guy. But then again, if that would have happened, we'd all be dead. Enjoy, boys and girls. Episode nine. It's been a minute. I, uh, I'm sorry I abandoned you guys for a couple of weeks over the holidays. What's going on, Azeem? Uh, nothing much. Just got done with my winter break. About to start heading into my normal routine of college. Ooh, are you still in school? Yeah. Um, what are you studying? Uh, I'm doing digital marketing. That's my major. Oh, that's good. That'll help me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm happy to be one of your class projects, even though you aren't um, formally assigned yeah anything (laughs) (laughs) um dude it's been a how was your christmas how was your new year Uh, it was good we did some fireworks christmas break was just chill didn't really do much just been resting up fireworks um oh you live outside the city limits uh yeah i live like in like katie basically oh nice so um you wanted to give a bunch of veterans PTSD, huh? <laughs> Actually, it was like we we had went to this like park. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called Cullen Park. Mm-mm. It was like late night, so there was no one there. So we were just like doing Did you get any cops coming to uh, pay a visit? No. That's all right. You have my number. We would have got right? in trouble. Who did? I said we would have got in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> of course you would have. That you had me, right? Yeah, good thing I had Texas Law Dog. <laughs> yeah, you do, brother. Well, uh, guys, it's good to be back. I um, I didn't record over Christmas or New Year's. Well, number one, Akash has COVID. Um, that's <laughs> our number one piece of news for the show. Uh, our producer, our main producer, has come down with the hoax. <laughs> but he Pray declared himself to be a hoax at the beginning and he just came down with it which is great um so you know but it isn't uh his whole family unfortunately is dealing with it so we wish him the best of luck and a speedy recovery i texted him and i was like uh i presume you will not be joining us for the podcast tomorrow and he's like no uh and he spilled a bunch of water all over his laptop and uh uh, a couple weeks ago and lost a bunch of footage that we had so that was great <laughs> thank you akash um for your mighty contributions over the holiday i did get him a pretty badass christmas present that's sitting right here and i still haven't given it to him because i haven't been able to see him so we'll save him opening that for one of the future shows it's uh it's pretty great though so i'm excited for him to eventually get that i even offered to come bring it to him and leave it on his doorstep, and he he didn't want to give me his address. <laughs> I don't blame him. He doesn't want me to know where he lives. It's perfect. Um, <laughs> he's like, I don't want you to drive over here. And I was like, Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, you know, you just don't want it. You don't want me to know where you live. But um, I don't blame him at all. So uh, yeah. But other than that, man, I had a pretty chill Christmas. I've been in a weird sort of headspace actually since we've last recorded. I. I was trying to figure out what I wanted to talk about and what I wanted to say. Um, and I texted you like the week of Christmas, like the week of Christmas. And I was like, yeah, no, no we're just going to take it off this week. And, um, and then the next week I just felt even worse because uh, I don't know, I guess it's just 
it's good to point out that maybe um, that, you know, we're not all okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, like 2020 was, was a shit year for me personally, um, financially, but like mm-hmm. spiritually it was the best year I've had in a long time. So it's like, I don't know, man, it was weird. I think I kind of needed a year like this. Um for perspective uh just looking back on 2020 and, and seeing like i from the time i i remember in february i was sitting in the living room and uh just i was looking at my phone and my girlfriend walked in and was like there's this thing from china um that might be coming here uh and i was just like yeah whatever and so she actually ended up buying a bunch of like antibacterial wipes and sanitizer from Sam's before the panic actually hit. She's brilliant individual. I'm glad I live with her because, uh, it actually, like, I didn't see it coming and and I didn't want to believe it. But then as soon as it came, I was like, fuck, this is it. This is the big one. Um, because we've had run-ups, you know, in every single presidential election, you know, we've had another pandemic. Um, and I think people forget about that. Like there was SARS in 2004, you know, avian flu in 2008. There was the swine flu in 2010. We're in the crux of the tea party, mind you. Uh, we didn't get vaccines or anything for all of those um, because they didn't kill as many people or at least they didn't keep track of as many people. Um, like they have for this one. I don't know. It's just, it's stuck. It sucks for me with COVID because, oh, there was mayors in 2012, Ebola in 2014, Zika in 2016, Ebola again in 2018, and then Corona. Um, so it's not new. Uh, people, people have forgotten that too. And like, I, I like to, especially for all of my liberal lockstep friends, um, they, they'll be like, well, this is the most deadly thing we've ever, like, and it's like, yeah, I think all these other ones before this were just dry runs for this one um, to see, like, to see how would we, we would react. And, mm-hmm. and now I think that um, it's over. I think that like the lockstep thing has been achieved. Fear is achieved over 50% of people are scared. So they're going to abide by whatever they're told to do. Um mm-hmm. Because that's just if people I think would rather live in fear and comfort than mm-hmm. than than risk the fact that they might get uncomfortable and and have to change. And yeah. so for me, I'm like I, I'm looking back and I was even listening back to the, the second episode where I was talking about it was the week before the election. And like uh, it's just like fuck man, no one cares. Um no one does. No one cares. Like, that's the problem is I was like, you know, I can't be this martyr for justice when nobody fucking even cares. Um, You know, it's just like, as long as you have your stuff, as long as Amazon's functioning, as long as your water and your power on and your internet works, no one's going to do shit. No one's going to do anything to change. Um, No one's going to stop using less. No one's going to stop consuming. Because like, literally, no one's going to fix any political problem until they fix themselves and like 2020 for me was about fixing myself um it was about looking inside and realizing that i'm not my bank accounts amount um and i'm not 
uh, success in, in law or not. It's not who I am as a human being. Um, it's just, I am a lawyer. It's what I do for a living, but it's not what, what makes me. And so I think that what I found over the last year is that money is a massive control construct. Um, it's, and maybe outside of religion, it's the, the easiest one to control people with. Um, because look, they, they, from the second you get out of the womb, you're branded, um, and, and whatever reality you pop into, um, and depending on who your parents are, you're branded as, you know, whatever, whatever, wherever you come from dictates generally what, what you're going to believe. And so it's interesting I've just questioned all beliefs and all systems of this is what's correct uh, over 2020. And like that like really shook me. Um, and I think that if more people went through that, it would ultimately be for the better. I think it might come like people may not have any other choice depending on what happens um, to actually look inside eventually, because I don't know what's, what's going to happen in 2021. I just, I have the sneaking suspicion that we're going to be thinking 2020 was better than 2021. Um, and I don't know if it's just because of the, like people want to be optimistic and I also want to be optimistic. Like I, I plan on giving it my all this year and absolutely doing everything I can to crush it. But like, yeah. The, the sad fact of the matter is, is people aren't prioritizing paying their lawyers right now. It's just not like when you have people that are going hungry, then uh, obviously your criminal case becomes second to your primal needs, your Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And so, you know, that, that pyramid, that hierarchy structure, uh, the Maslow hierarchy of needs for the large majority of my client base has been shaken. And so that affects everyone up the chain and down the chain. Um, from the service restaurant work, like from the people that work at the Astros games, mm -hmm. serving hot dogs, you know, all the way up to the, the CEOs, like there isn't anyone that hasn't been affected, but like the CEOs aren't exactly hurting. Um, so uh, w this entire wealth retransferring, which is what's occurred here over the last year, uh, has, I think, woken a lot of people's eyes to the fact of how unfair and how unjust our entire system is. Um, and while they may be enlightened, they're like, eh, I'm not going to really do anything about it because it doesn't really affect me. So, and that's where I'm seeing like, like a large majority of my friends who see my passion or whatever about how we need to change and like, they don't share it. And, um, and maybe that's because they just don't, they don't want to question anything. It's safer to live in your own reality constructs that you've mm -hmm. made for yourself, um, that you've convinced yourself that this is the world as it exists and there's no room for interpretation. There's so many people that live in those boxes. That... That's, that's like one of the key like factors that like demotivates humans, right? Those type, <laughs> to, like, those type of people, man, that's the majority though. Uh, yeah. And like people question, like calling for a revolution and so like, there's no way, uh, there's no way people are 
going to fight for something when they a, don't even know what the fucking message is and B, yeah. they don't even know if they're on the right side of history or not. They'd rather side with the mainstream media. Like it's just, mm-hmm. and the doctors like, and the, and the experts, like it's just easier. Yeah. That's what I've noticed. Not, like, it's easier to not question authority than it is to, to even hint at the thought that everything around you might be a fucking lie. And I found that, um, the people that are, are, that are scraping at the existing veil that's over this country are starting to find out just how corrupt it gets. And I, look, I've been doing my homework on this for 20 years and I've, I haven't, I have, I'm not going to even go into what I know because that's just going to immediately get you deplatformed. So I, obviously you've got to walk this fine line. Um, and, and honestly, like my, my advice for everyone is to go along with this shit. Okay. Just play into it. Just go, you know, uh, and, and see what happens because on it, like, and, 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 but I also say like, Play along with it with a skeptical mind because by June, my prediction for 2021 is that we're going to have a full on vaccine debate. Uh, It's coming. And that's why they've made it appear like there's none of it to be had right now. Cause as soon as you, as if you, if you take away the, the supply, but you increase the demand, it's just going to make the, the need for it want to appear larger. Uh, and like, I, I know that like with this, with the corporation setting the tone for how we're going to deal with post-vaccine life yeah. versus pre-vaccine life, um, the fight is, is set up now um, to where it's going to be like, if you have to get an app on your phone that says you got vaccinated in order to get on a flight or in order to go into a grocery store in order to go to court, then you're going to have the, the fight. Um, that's the fight. It's literally going to be 30% of the country against 70 and it's going to turn into, and then the whole 70 is calling them conspiracy theorists, anti-vaxxing crazies. Um, in America, they have guns. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen here, but it isn't going to be good. Um, because they call it herd immunity so that they have the herd on their side. Uh, if they get 60% of the people to, uh, shame the other 40 for not getting vaccinated, then they've won. And so that's all they need um, is 60%. And then what that'll take the other 20 that are on the fence and that'll throw them with the 60s. And then you've got 80 on 20. And the question will be what to do with the other 20 who just won't take the vaccine under any circumstances. And that's going to create the war. Um, but that's, that's for 2022, I think. Um, so it's, it's just like we're setting ourselves up now with, with just calling everyone that's questioning the vaccine a, a crazy conspiracy theorist anti-vaxxer, um, you've now set the table for, I hope you're ready for the fight. Um, and the liberals that are all calling for this aren't ready to die. But those people that are going to be told they have to get stabbed or they aren't going to be able to participate are going to go kill those people. I mean, they will. They're crazy. And they fucking will take their country back if they want to. So... I hope people are ready for that. I hope that all the shaming that's about to come down and the brown shirting that's about to coming down over the vaccine just Mm -hmm. completely makes the country split because we deserve it. And um, we deserve to be divided in a way we've never been divided since the civil war because of 
the way we treat each other and the way that we react to each other's opinions. Now, uh, yeah. we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't use critical thought. We use reactionary talking points to respond to one another. Moderatism is dead and only the fringe survives. And so everyone that's in the middle is fucked. Uh, and they're just going to go along with whatever they're told to do because that's what they've always done. And so that's just what I see coming is like, um, once the vaccines that ever use CVS and Walgreens and like the majority, you know, say even 40% of the country doesn't get it. It's just mm-hmm. going to be like, it's going to be a massive failure on the corporation's part to vaccinate everybody. Um, which is, I think what's going on here. Uh, whether it be, I don't think it's to, to <laughs> there was a great bit. I saw my girlfriend showed me where these, one of my Instagram influencers, I think her name's like Heather McMahon. He, she follows her and she's like, she created a song. She's like, we're going to microchip, microchip, microchip our mom because they want to be able to track her whereabouts. <laughs> and I'm like, man, that'd be fucking great. But I don't think they're trying to microchip us. I think that they're, they're testing to see who, who complies um, and who yeah. doesn't. And I think that they're making a list of who does and who doesn't. Um, they already, like, that's already proven in Spain. They're making a register like they did for the uh-huh. Jews um, back in the late thirties uh, for everyone who doesn't get the um, COVID vaccine. So whether that applies in America, the New Hampshire uh, governor instilled an emergency order um, stating that everyone will get the COVID vaccine and all religious exemptions, exemptions will be honored except for the COVID-19 vaccine. So even if you have a, a religious or a uh, medical exemption, um, you that you have to claim for COVID, you're going to have to get it according to the New Hampshire governor. So, um, good luck, brother. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Like that, yeah. they, they better get like this bio terrorist attack where everyone can't communicate with each other. And we're all getting set up in FEMA camps if they want that shit to fly, because outside of that society, it's never going to happen in normal society. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? Like people are going to push back on that forever and they'll die over it. They will die over their medical autonomy. Um, and so when you've put that, the fact that you, you, you've got people who are being forced to make a choice, if they want to get on a flight, do they just suck it up and take it and pray for the best? Uh, <laughs> that's what people are going to have to make the choice on here pretty soon. So um, yeah. I hope you trust big pharmaceutical companies. I hope you trust the government that has taken care of you throughout this pandemic. Um, you know, I think that the $600 was plenty, plenty enough for us struggling small business owners who are, I, I, I had to call my business landlord and say I couldn't pay rent for the first time in my life in January. And and luckily, I had never been in a position where I, I honestly was humbled because I had to call people and say, I'm not going to be able to afford to pay you. And I think that that's what people don't understand is that the small businessman is struggling right now. And these shutdowns, they don't give a fuck about them because they aren't small business people. They're corporate fucking whatever. They're cogs, all right? If you're a cog in the machine and you get your awesome little paycheck, great. Wear your mask and shut the fuck up. Because there's people out there that are dying. That are dying, don't have their families, man. Like we're losing everything, everything. I don't, I'm not able to fucking make money. No fault of my own. Courts are closed. Like, and this is almost going into a year. So like, what the fuck? Like, what are we going to do? 
I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm, at, I'm now going to be put in the position where I've got to start making choices. And man, when you start backing the upper middle class into a corner, it's going to truly Spark make your world shitty. Like, I hope that you guys that are all fucking praising the government and science and all that and just like saying, shut the fuck up and shut down. You guys are, are going to be in for a rude awakening when the fucking bullets start whizzing past your suburb house because they're coming. I promise you they're coming if you keep it up with this shit. Like I think people yeah, are not going to put up with this much longer. Not in America. It's not, it's, it's coming to a head. And I, I agree. And, my dad is at my, like my, my dad has been laid off too. He just stays in the house all day. He does nothing. And how many, like, and extrapolate that times however many, there's so many people tens of in thousands America. of people. And, and like, in America, is mainly 99.95% of people over the age of 80 survive. And I'm like, what the fuck are we doing here? I mean, why, yeah. what are we doing here? Um, you know, and I'm just like, why are we doing all of this? I, I understand that there are fucking statistics that you can get fear mm -hmm. porn over, but like, it is not enough people to be justifying what we're killing. Oh, we haven't even started the pain. That's why 2021 is going to be worse because everyone's going to be broke and sick and miserable. And so now, and, the, and if you even get like, if an even significant portion of people get sick from the vaccine, good luck getting herd immunity because good Lord, everyone's going to fucking turn on that thing faster than, uh, you know, anything. And it's just like, what, what are we doing here? I mean, we're, we got no governmental leadership. We have zero direction at a federal level as mm -hmm. far as what the fuck is going to be done here. And at the state level, it's just completely hodgepodge. And most of these bureaucrat politicians are just following orders. It's pretty clear at this point. Like, like, they're not helping us. They yeah. aren't doing anything for us. They're just letting us die. And like that, it's a testament to the fucking stimulus bill that they paid $500 million to Israel, $10 million to a transgender study program in Pakistan. And then there's people starving in your own country. What the fuck are we doing here? Why are we even here? Like, what is the purpose of our government? It's not that. It's not to be funding all of these foreign countries. And if anyone thinks that that's the purpose of government, then like, uh, keep voting. Keep voting for R&D, man. You're a cog. You're just in the machine. You don't get anything. Like truly, you, 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 you live in this reality where it's your puppet or their puppet and they make the world go around. But, but, yeah. but they are the fucking manipulators, man. You're the real innovator. All right. Like they, like we are the innovators and they are the fucking imitators is quote the great Jim James. It's truly that way. And, and like this, this, this Politburo fucking socio, like the, the top bourgeoisie class, they run it all and no one cares because they don't know about it. They're trying to, to they're, they're, they just don't know who's running it. And like, if you, if you spout off who you think's in charge, you're a crazy conspiracy theorist, but it's pretty clear just looking at the political contributions and you actual like documented money who runs this shit. And that's the corporation. We are literally a corporate oligarchy disguised as a democratic Republic at this point, because they own R and D they own the gatekeepers. That's why Pelosi and McConnell 
have had their positions for 20 fucking years that they don't need all of Congress. They just need the people in charge. And so once you've got them and you don't have any way to hold those people accountable or get them out of those positions, nothing can change other than the status quo to prevail. That's why the Koch brothers and the Soros brothers are all fighting this imaginary war, but truly they all work for the same fucking team, man. And that's the one that's not us. And it's like, as long if people could shift out of the right left polarity and see it versus us versus them, then they would see the true war that needs to be fought here. But it won't happen until there's pain. And so like, to me, fine, bring on the pain, let people be woken up, let your 401, let your 401ks disappear overnight. Let your, let your reality entail you waking up in your bank account being zero. And then come to me and say, what can we do? Because until that happens, you aren't going to fucking care about shit. You aren't going to fucking stop ordering stuff on Amazon because you, you, you don't care about small businesses being put out every time you order something from them. You don't care about shopping at Walmart and Target versus going to local food markets to help support local farmers and business members because it's not convenient for you. And maybe they don't take cash, you know, like, or they don't take card or whatever. So it's like, until it affects your personal reality, you aren't going to do fucking shit to change it. And it's like, and you aren't going to, you aren't going to help. All you're doing is you're, you're a succubus. If you are, are, are sitting there picking R or D ordering on Amazon, just like going to church on Sunday, thinking that your life is literally the example life. You're a cog. You aren't questioning enough. You aren't questioning anything. You are literally living in a reality that is handmade and hand tailored by the corporation for you. And like, until you see that, until you get out of your own little bubble, until you pop it for yourself and until you've been fucking struggling and until you have struggled, you will never understand. You will never understand what's really going on in this country because you're asleep and you literally will stay asleep as long as you choose to stay asleep. And like, and that's all I wanted to tell people going into 2021 is like, I see so many fucking asleep cogs and, and in my friends, my family, everywhere. It's just like, they would rather stay compliant and scared than just question anything that might bring them a reality that brings their bank account lower. Okay. So that is truly wherein the greed, the fucking self-absorption self-reliant like the uh just like it's what's made america shitty again okay and it's been shitty for a while but now it's really shitty we don't fucking read anymore we don't analyze we don't come to the table and discuss we yell at each other on twitter and that's how we make our points there's no critical thought there's no one that's ste- – where's Jeff Bezos? Dave Portnoy from Barstool Sports stepped up, and he fucking got like $12 million for small businesses. Where's Bezos? Where's the fuck is the guy from Google helping out small businesses? They've made more money than anybody this year. Yeah. They've literally increased their profits by a third, and they're not doing fucking shit for us. And that, that people, should tell you everything you need to know is that those are the people that run this country, and they are hoping that we all die. Because literally, they don't want to do shit for us. And so until people fucking wake up 
to the fact that the corporate oligarchy is alive and well, and that all of these fucking lockstep liberals that are falling in line with it are actually, in fact, realizing that they'll lose all their money if they don't, until you realize that, you won't wake up to this fucking reality. You'll keep wondering why the hell everything is wrong and why everything is going worse. It's because you aren't getting better. You aren't doing anything to better your own life. So the reality around you is not going to improve. Like you create what you put out into the world. And like until people understand that they can channel those vibrations from negative into positive energy and actually use it as a communal source to help people, nothing will change because that's truly the spark that this country needs. They need to be able to figure out that they can actually do shit for themselves again. Like we need to be able to freaking realize that we don't need to rely on Amazon and and Walmart and fucking Uber, Lyft, all these five-star ratings for fucking everything. Okay. That's not the American dream. This is the corporate tech oligarch dream and you're just living in it. And like, you don't know any better because you were given this phone when you were a teenager, most likely, and you're told that it's fucking awesome and it'll make your life better. But all it's done is make our lives more complicated. It hasn't made them worse or better. But technology has grown at such a a rapid rate that we're the early humans to deal with it. So like when when they look back in history, 50 years down the road, they're like, man, these fucking people didn't know what the hell to do with this stuff. But eventually i'm not saying that i think that our reliance on ai is only going to get worse and so you've got this fucking like this this bubbling point i think that's coming with the as we move towards the singularity point with ai and we need we need less humans to do what robots can now do what do we do with all of these people that no longer have any sort of use for our, uh, a job of any sort in this country like, what the fuck are we going to do when we automate half the jobs here? Um, you know, when every one of your fast food workers is a robot, all of those jobs are gone. What are you going to do with them? No, they become gig workers. It's the new fucking slavery. And then if you don't have a 4.2 rating or higher, like that's, that's like that reminds me of that episode of uh, Black Mirror where everyone rates every interaction with every human being. That's what they want. That's what the point of Lyft and Uber is, is to get us used to a five-star rating system so that we can start judging one another based on that. And so that's their purpose in all of this is to get us ready for that sort of five-star rating system that's coming where Mm -hmm. we don't own anything and we've never been happier, right? Like (laughs) this globalist porn that's coming with the Biden administration, they're going to, they already locked up the Senate. So they're going to get all three. They're going to get, uh, they're going to they're going to tax the highest wage earners while while bailing out all the corporations and the airlines and they're going to um they're going to play to the fucking uh identity politics card and so it's just going to create an even more untenable situation once the con man Trump gets out of office and takes his 70 million followers and starts his own network and then uh permanently splits the Republican party which was his job it's pretty clear at this point that he was put in there to completely take away the ability for Republicans to ever gain back power or the majority because now he's permanently split the party and the Democrats have like, if they fucking got Trump to do that, God damn hands off to them, man. That is the ultimate way because if they just, they agreed to like pay off his debts and he gets to go away after this, it's a pretty good deal. I would make with yeah. power Trump. So like, I don't know, man, it, it's going to be interesting to see like what today's the fifth so tomorrow's the big showdown in dc i don't think shit's gonna happen honestly i think trump is conning people into giving him more money so that he can just 
run as a as a third party in 2024 or start his own network um because now he's got however many tens of millions of people um that that will not i and also i i'm one of those tens of millions of people that have no i give no credence to the democratic process i think all of it is a lie um i think that your vote doesn't mean shit i think that the people who count them are the ones that have all the power uh and like, if you don't believe that, then fine. Like, that's your, that's your right. You know, you can believe that you, your voice matters and democracy is real, but it's fucking not anymore, man. It's, it's not, not, it's rigged. It's a fucking sham. All of it's a sham, guys. And like, until you see it, uh, and maybe not at the local level so much, but um, it's crazy how when you get a local badge of honor and, and a position of power, you, you change. And um and that goes for any judge, any elected official, like they, they're never going to say that they can't, but they know it's true. And they all play for different fucking, we got to root out secret societies. Like all of that stuff is real. That shit needs to be outed and put out in the open because if we're have this Hegelectian dialect, right? Where we're the, the rulers create the problems that they then solve. Um, that's, seems to be what's going on to me uh that a bunch of these issues that we see in the news are all selectively put there um and i always say when you read the news wonder why they're wonder why you are reading this piece of information and why they're giving it to you um because the 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 three-letter agencies control what's put out now and so like there is direct reason why you read what you read in the media so we also don't give any credence to nobody that isn't the AP, New York Times, all of the traditional outlets. None of those guys are going to report on the facts because they're all fucking part of this. So, I mean, until you, until independent journalism, like in the 60s when there was Nixon made a comeback, I think that might come back. Um, but the thing is that they're going to shut it down on the internet and they'll, they'll fucking censor anybody who speaks about this sort of stuff. So, um, that's ultimately, I think, their goal because that's the only way big tech can do it is they, they can't allow the, the other side to say what's happening or they're going to have run the risk of the sheep fucking finding out, right? And so like that yeah. truly does create a point of no return that we're going to hit here um, in the next five years, I think. So I don't know what's going to happen. Honestly... The, the history dictates that the world keeps spinning, right? And um, it, I think that it's interesting to look back on like the 60s. Like this was kind of the similar, like there was a lot of doomsday and conspiracy prophecies around the same time as Nixon and Vietnam. And that's kind of what's come back uh, just on the internet now. And so as we continue to march into technology and uh better technology, faster technology, smarter technology. You can't, you can't have a, an agenda wherein like critical thought is encouraged because that's only going to make people question the system. And so that is what they're trying to avoid by giving you pro sports fucking, uh, food all the distractions you can think of entertainment netflix hulu hbo how many things can you distract your mind with in one day 
I mean, there are millions of ways for you to not actually look inside of yourself and they're all at your fingertips and you carry around the forbidden fruit in your pocket everywhere you go. And it's a forbidden fruit for the fucking reason, guys. Why do you think it is forbidden fruit? It's literally forbidden fruit. Okay. It's a fucking symbol. And so once you realize that it's like, until we put our phones away and that's the thing. I don't think people are. So I'm not going to even go that way because like, that that's topic. just going to turn me into this guy that ends up on a compound, like living by himself. And ultimately, if that's the way I go, fucking awesome. Y'all can come and join me. Um, but truly, like uh, at this point, I'm not going to do that. I'll live in this little Brave New World Society and, and play along. And it'll be fun because it's gonna, it's, the only way that it's going to be fun is to be able to make fun of it by also speaking fun of it, by also speaking on it truthfully and um like the news is comedy that writes itself at this point so like anyone that is half a brain that doesn't you know trust the system should see that by this point um but i also like if you do trust in the media and you do trust that all of these scientists and, and, and people that stand to make a lot of money are all thinking of your best interests. That's fine too. That's your right in America. And I'm not trying to chastise you if that's the way that you particularly live your life. It's just stating that I question way too much stuff for that to be something that, that I do. Like where, and I just accept things uh, as, or I accept experts. Like I always question experts. I look into who are they? Who are their parents? Where are they from? How much money do they stand to make from giving this information? That's what you should be asking yourself anytime an expert is quoted in a newspaper. Mm -hmm. Not just, oh, take this at their face value. They're calling these people conspiracy theorists, anti-vaxxers. Surely they're the correct party. No, they just have a white coat. And that made them basically a lawyer that uh, you know knows about medicine. And like that's the other thing is that people give so much trust to these doctors. I consider doctors equally as trustworthy as lawyers because they have so much money to be made because they're educated by big pharmaceutical companies. Every single big pharma company has a fucking finger in every licensing medical licensing agency and medical school in the country. So there are tons of money to be lost if the doctors all aren't on the same page. Okay, guys like that, that is something that has to be said is that, and that's why they have punished any doctor that's gone against the narrative by taking their license away. So imagine how many doctors want to start a podcast like this, but they can't because they would lose their fucking medical licenses. And that should tell you that if, the, if they have the doctors in lockstep and even the ones that want to dissent can't, um, there's something going on here, okay? Like, what the fuck? Why does every single person on the planet need to be vaccinated for something that kills 90, that's something that doesn't kill 99.95% .95 of people. The same as Ebola, swine flu, H1N1. I mean, all of that, like why didn't we vaccinate everyone for that? And if you're gonna make me get a fucking app on my phone that says I got this vaccine, then you better damn sure make that everyone else on that flight has the polio fucking vaccine, the meningitis vaccine, all of the different ones that are going to give me some sort of illness, it better not just be COVID. I want you vaccinated for everything if you're able to get on a flight. Because if you start with COVID, then it just becomes, okay, you need the COVID-19 vaccine. Well, once the COVID, the other prediction I have for 2021 is that this mutation, this variant is going to be 20, COVID-2021. When they completely convert it into the 
into the fear porn that it already is, is that this variant will be the next wave. Okay. It's pandemic two. Um, and so they have stacked on stacked abilities to keep everything shut down already. I see it completely being worse than 2020. And if people don't push back on it, it'll just fucking fall. And, uh, you know, I, I at this point, all I do is observe and, and speak on it, but like, I'm not going to go out and fucking tie myself to a tree over it either. Okay. Like it's, it's just something that I think people need to be aware of. And like that, if you don't understand how manipulative this government is in America, you may think that it's the freest country in the world, but I'd argue that it's also one of the most controlled um, in the fact that they don't let anybody who isn't uh, a scripted politician get to any sort of upper echelon of power. And that's for a reason. Um, it's so it's to keep dangerous ideas like taking profits back from the corporations and giving them to the people from happening. That's why you have Mitch McConnell, whose wife, his brother is a member of the communist Chinese party. <laughs> I mean, Jesus, guys, people, like we have China everywhere in our government. They're already here. Accept it, okay? I think that the people that aren't on the globalism train yet are going to be there. They're going to be beaten down into submission by it over the next few years once Biden has carte blanche to bring China into America. Uh, there'll be a death rattle from the Trumpians and the Discordians and whatnot. But I mean, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be brave new world people. Okay. It's coming and it's already here. Your Soma is your phones. And so like the quicker people snap out of it, the, 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 the more chance we have to actually fix society. But the deeper we go into it, the worse it's going to be. Um, the more people just accept authority and experts and, and fear the, the worse off this country is going to get. And, um, and it's going that way because that's what the herd does. And so I accept the herd and I accept that we failed. I accept that uh, critical thought is likely dead forever. And I accept that it's a dying breed. I'm a dying breed. Um, and I'm, and I'm, I'm sad to say that, that, that the critical thinker will no longer exist for future generations um, because they've, they've been, they just throw a screen in front of your face and it gives you the answer and you're the fucking smartest person on the planet. So I, I don't know. I, I just, I, it's, it's sad because I see that I've already lost this battle's lost. It was lost the second that George Bush told us to go shopping after nine 11. So I think that, um, by fixing the, the problems by, by, by doing that, you know, we really set ourselves on this course. And um, I think that uh, it's going to be a sad death rattle from the, from the Bill of Rights defenders, but we're going to see the Bill of Rights die in my lifetime. And um, it's a document that should live on forever. That was the point that the country was founded on a conspiracy and um most people forget that but there were people in the i mean even though they didn't they were still the elitist um conspiracy conspiratorial like colonizers they they never gave the power to the people they gave it to themselves um but they also at least saw the, the trade-off with the anti-federalist was the bill of rights and so once you get rid of 
freedom of speech once you get rid of freedom of the press like because that's that's pretty much already happened um if it, if we had true freedom of speech alex jones would still be allowed on youtube because what he's saying isn't dangerous it's just nonsense but they've censored him they've censored everyone that has a dangerous idea and it's dead uh america you knew is dead and america chinese version is coming um where we all rate each other and we all uh they're going to start regulating your household use of of water electricity they're going to start blaming you for for being the reason the planet's all fucked up and that they have to regulate your consumption and that's why you have they've they've gotten your they've gotten you primed for it with your wearable tracking devices and your amazon um uh what are those things in those alexas and the echoes google voice google home nest all of that stuff is just now the government's inside your house and congratulations they sold it to you as this is going to make it easier for your life as a consumer but you probably don't care my parents are like that they're like well i don't give a fuck what the government has to say about me and i was like yeah you don't but what happens when they start actually acting on that information that they hear and so that uh you know what happens when you start getting punished for racist private conversations that you have in your house or what happens when that information is divulged to your boss um and they don't even need alexis they have your phone so like they can just they can get you for anything and i think that anyone that starts to get any sort of power they immediately get something on and then uh they've got you so you don't want to be embarrassed and you have your whole career and family fucking hate you. Um, it makes sense. It's easy to control people. It's so easy to control people. And because people have think they have so much to lose. And uh, it's truly when you get a guy that doesn't think he has anything to lose, that's going to fucking fight back anyway, that you've got a problem. And so yeah. the government needs to identify all those people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm certainly not one of them. I advocate for their jailing and uh, we need to actually round them up and put them in FEMA camps and re-educate them so that they become science believers. What do you think? Should we round yeah. up all of the anti-vaxxers and put them in FEMA camps? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> You're not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure what to do. Maybe. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, that's the other thing is but like I that's agree. the, the um, other side that's so scared that that's what's going to happen. It's not going to be that. It's just going to be that you won't be able to get a good job or whatever, and you won't be able to get um. Like they'll, they'll, they'll weed out the dissenters by not being able to participate. So I would recommend getting on board guys. Um, even if you fucking hate this new system, I would say just accept it and uh, learn how to troll it and learn how to fucking abuse it and take advantage of it. And it'll make it way more fun um, because it's here. And uh, you know, the majority of my neighbors are all terrified of COVID and they all believe the news. So that to me tells me that we've already lost and anyone that's encouraging free thought and critical thought, uh, or to question any sort of narrative given to us by our government overlords is already lost. So what you need to do is just assimilate and fucking hope that, uh, you know, eventually somebody somewhere will be able to fucking figure out a way to take these fuckers down. But until that happens, you better play by their rules or you're fucking out baby. And, um, you know, I think that 
that people would rather do that. And so that would, that's, that's why I could talk about like the need for unity and taking less, but no one's going to do anything. So I, I think that, uh, I've given up on people's ability to see change in themselves or look outside of their own reality. It's just based on the fact that like 95% of my friends have no interest in bettering themselves and, uh, uh, or doing anything to question any sort of, uh, bullshit that they're seeing in the news and they'd rather just wait on their next NFL game or college sports game or whatever. And so it's easier to distract your minds, um, with minutia than it is to look inside yourself. And I accept that. And I accept that not most, many people want to take a journey to better themselves. Um, because it's just, it's hard and it sucks, especially if your reality sucks. So, uh, you know, it is what it is, but, um, I think that in 2021, we're going to have some, some fireworks. Uh, I think that something is going to pop off in the middle East here with Iran, um, in Israel. So that's probably something to look forward to. <laughs> uh, you know, UK just shut down, uh, permanently through mid February. I have family members over there that are completely bought into it and that they're terrified and they, they, they worship the government's orders. So when I have that being the case, I have given up on uh, you fellow humans to fight any sort of authoritarian regime. And I just accept that you guys all would rather fucking take it up the ass than actually make this place better for everyone. Um, so yeah, like that's kind of where I'm at. Um, as far as going into 2021, it's just been, it's, it's a little disheartening, but it's also like, I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to continue to kick ass and take names. I wake up every day, ready to hungry. I'm ready, baby. I'm a, people don't have money to pay a lawyer. There are still people getting arrested out there. They just haven't found me yet. That's my fucking opinion. And like, I'm going to crush it this year. I had the worst year ever last year financially this year. I'll figure something out. I will pivot. I don't care what I have to do, but man, it's like, you got to get crafty in order to survive right now. If you aren't on a corporate payroll and, um, I just, I encourage people to help each other and, and uh, to listen to each other. One comment, uh, I just had one comment to make, like just how Jason is saying, like how people should better themselves. Like I didn't even know Jason had like financial trouble in this past year. Right. But he still made my Christmas by sending me money. You know, like that small little act of like good deed. Come back around. And then my double up, my kajuku, and my come back as like 50,000. You never know. That's it, man. It's like you never know. Um, if you never know just what, what 20 bucks could do for somebody, you know, it's just like it, I encourage people who have never donated money before to like, think about it because it's like it, it'll truly once you help other people your life gets better I, I i don't know how else to like explain that but like like azim was saying like i didn't have the best like i had a really bad financial year but it's important for me to acknowledge the people that helped me in this life and so like I made sure that, you know, I, I got you something like, cause it's like important, like you do a good job for the show. And like, obviously it's, it's been a hard year, but it's important that no matter what, I'm still showing you, like, I care about you and this, like, here, like it's not as much as I wanted to give you, but here's something, mm -hmm. right? Like, it's just like, I, I'm trying 
I'm just trying to live the embodiment of it. Like, I, I don't know how else to do it. I mean, because I, I even made like a personal Instagram post recently and I was just like, man, this has been the worst. Like I was vulnerable and like, and people, like I had three people text me and be like, dude, this thing, it made me uh, question a couple of own things in my own life. And so like that, that to me was, was refreshing because I was yeah. able to not only reconnect with people I hadn't talked to in years, but also like, it was like we hadn't missed a beat, you know? And even though I had, the last time I'd seen him, I was probably fucking wasted and fucked up and an asshole. They still reached out to me and they were like, you know, Hey, wow, this is different. Like, and, and so I guess if anything, like that needs to be the point is like, while I've given up on hope on people, I haven't fully given up hope that the people who want to question their realities will come around to it. They're all on just different timelines. Um, and the people that don't won't. And so, uh, you know, it's just like, all I can do is affect how I make the world. And like, that is something that I've read, like, as I've gotten into reading, I've been reading just books on books on books over the last three weeks, I've read like five different books. And so one of the things that I'm, I'm trying to do is be the embodiment of like, the fact that your soul is a mirror and that everything you do and say reflects off of it. Yeah. And I'd find when I look back on my life, even five, 10 years ago, just being an asshole drunk would make people around me radiate at a lower frequency. And that by now inversing that, I have all the people that are no longer interested in bettering themselves or whatever have no longer talked to me. And that's fine. Um, and that's even some of my closest friends but that truly is just because they're all on different paths and um the stuff i'm talking about probably would make people that didn't want to actually like do any of this stuff scared and they'd probably drive them away from me and i understand that so i completely get you know both sides here but like the main thing that i'm trying to do is when i go out and i look at every interaction even with a stranger as an opportunity to learn something now and i never used to do that i used to take it i used to do it as an advantage to take advantage of people and uh you know that truly helped make me not only more humble but also appreciative of what i did have and the fact that while i may have struggled financially yes there are people that are way worse off than i am that are dealing with so much more than me um, because like, I don't have a kid. I don't have a sick parent that I'm taking care of. I don't have, you know what I mean? Like there's so many different circumstances that people find themselves in where they're like, they just feel powerless because of yeah. how many responsibilities they think they have to deal with a day in and day out. And it's just about keeping their heads above water when truly like if you just took an hour a day for yourself just to fucking reflect on it on your life, like it would truly help you. Um, but some people don't have the luxury to find that hour because they have to work. And so I get that. And like, it's truly been humbling for me to not only understand that I can't yell at people with the answers. I can only make them want to ask, ask the questions. And also that we need to be way more, like way less snappy as to how we respond to one another. Um, mm -hmm. And that we, we reserve judgment, snap judgment. Uh, I think it's been ingrained in us through social media. Uh, like, like just a meme that pisses you off or makes you happy is an indictment on that 
theory that your emotions can be played as you're scrolling from low to high, low to high, low to high, depending on what you're looking at. And so I unfollowed all of the meme accounts. I unfollow. I only, I, I'm here for the baby pics guys. Like that's it on Instagram. Um, once I tuned out the noise of even commentary on the news, it makes life way more simple. Like it doesn't bring in this unneeded anxiety that you might have by following all of your meme accounts. And while they might be good for a good laugh, if it's about coronavirus or whatever, like that stuff's going to be remanating in your mind. So I've truly tried to create a path for myself where like I live in a world where COVID isn't like it, it exists, but it doesn't, it's not going to keep me from being successful. And if we could all do that, then maybe we could get back. Um, because like, I, I don't know what's going to happen with how we're going to deal with like the future, you know, vaccines, not, uh, it's all too early to tell and it's too early to speculate exactly what's going to happen, even though I love to do that. It's just that I don't think that at this point in time, people have enough information to make a credible, oh, this is how it's going to be or not. Um, I think that there may be ideas as to how they want it to be, but obviously gauging public perception is going to really weigh on what actually is instilled yeah. as far as policy. And so I think we just need to be like, A, remain skeptical of governmental leaders and like question everything that they're doing. Um, because like that's the that's the point of why you elected them is to make sure that they're held accountable and until people start like paying attention to these issues and like like we wanted to talk about so um i'm doing my community project where i'm trying to get that light installed yeah well i went and i fucking pulled up the uh the code and the problem is that it backs up like the the street before it as a post office and you can't have a light wherein the traffic would back up a certain amount of feet if there's a post office, so that's why they can't put a light there. <laughs> I was like, fuck you. What's this? We need to change the law then. Um, because literally <laughs> I'm already told like, Oh, your project shut down. And I, so I'm like, Oh, okay. That makes sense. But I'm going to fucking try and get the law changed. So suck my dick. I'm going to keep coming, baby. I, uh, I, I think it's a bad law. And so when there are bad laws, you need to have people willing to take them on. And so just as when there are bad politicians you need to have better ones to replace them problem is no good people want to be a politician right now i don't blame them but hopefully in the next few years that it's going to get so unsustainable that we have good people that are like you know what i fucking had enough and like they just literally on dump their lives out so that we can see they're not hiding anything they may have had a dwi we don't give a fuck about that anymore man go and fix the country and take that fucking money back from amazon like that's if anything, Trump led the way for that kind of person to come back. Like, you know, even where anyone that has like some sort of dirt on them can can still hold public office if they're a good yeah. small business leader, uh, whether they've gone through a nasty divorce or not. You know, but like the thing is, is that with politics, and I have tons of friends that are on the Hill that tell me like it just it attracts the lowest energy people, um, these sycophants for power. Okay, like these are the people that will literally do anything to get reelected every single two, every, every election cycle. And, and then all of the staffers are these fucking one upper competition. Like it, it, it's, 
literally, if you want to know how the system works, like my friend told me, it's basically a combination of House of Cards and Veep, uh, <laughs> which were two popular shows. Um, it, Veep uh, being about, I think it was Julia Lewis Dreyfus's show um, where she's a vice president. But like the way that the staffers interact and the way that decisions get made and the way that money gets thrown around is accurate uh, on that show. And then, and in as much as the House of Cards angle goes, it's it's like the shadow angle, right? Where all of these politicians are elected, and Mitch McConnell, interestingly enough, has never ever had a serious challenge in Kentucky. And ever since the the voting software was changed, I believe in 1996, uh, he's never even had an issue. So, and neither has Pelosi in, in in San Francisco, right? So, like everyone that's a gatekeeper has never risk the loss of an election that's what people need to start questioning is not is the system rigged is it is it rigged for certain people because it might be and if that's the case and they fucking uncover it then it's time for the people to know about it and like it's time for us to blow it all up and build something back better uh build it back better not fucking the world economic forum style but literally build it back better, AKA build it back like the founders intended it and not this corporate jerk off fest that we have. Right. And so, um, but unfortunately like all the people that have all the money, um, hold all the power and they're not going to change. So until the people actually take the power away from them by stop feeding into it, then they won't lose their power. They'll only just keep gaining more, which is why they, increased all of their net worths by a third after March of 2020. Yeah. It just sucks because like the old adage goes, man, the rich will always get richer. And unless you're already in on that class and look, if I'm not saying I was a white, if I was a guy, white guy, if I was a rich guy that uh, already had all the money, I wouldn't be having a podcast telling me exactly how I fucking did it either. Um, But I don't have the money. Um, And I don't necessarily want all of the money. I just want people to, have a fairer system um than what it is or at least give the propensity that it's fair because right now it's just nonsense and it's we got people starving and then we're sending billions of dollars to fucking ethiopia and israel like i don't it doesn't make any sense to me to me that is the government saying to us we fucking own all of you there's nothing you're gonna do about it you're gonna keep electing your own congressmen they are owned by me i win i control the system and they do. And that's how it's played. Uh, because once you actually get into DC politics, I mean, it's all about connections and who knows who and who's doing deals because all you're doing is paying for access for government contracts. And any, I mean, once you're in on that game and once you know how it's played, you'll like, you would see how swampy it actually is. Um, because the, the modern working man is never going to have access or exposure to the corruption or greed that's going on at these multi-million dollar levels because they just aren't important enough or they, they aren't comprehensive enough to understand how insignificant they actually are to these people. Um, and that we are just slaves, man. And we're a cog in a brick in the wall uh, to further the resource manipulation on this planet and to continue feeding the top echelon. Um, and as long as we continue to buy products on Amazon, Walmart, 
Target, all the big box stores, nothing will change. It will only get worse. And so that true, and as long as we continue to kill the planet, not be conscientious of our waste uh, or our fuel consumption or meat consumption, it'll all just go to shit. And that's how America was raised, was to be an individualist who said, fuck everyone else, get yours. And it's like, I don't want it to be that way. Um, I don't think a lot of people do either. I think that America, what made it great was that we are competitive, but we are also communal too. Uh, outside of our own fam- like immediate families, like Americans pull together quite well um, because we're empathetic people. And uh, I think that if they, it's just that the, the frequencies that we have been operating on have been so distorted by these people that control us that no one knows what to believe anymore. So they might as well not believe in anything. And um, that truly gives, once you have a lost soul, they're just, that's just an easily manipulable person that's never going to question anything. They're just going to keep doing whatever it is they do to survive. So until you get people out of that system, right, where you're a lemming and you're just waking up and you're going to work and then on the weekends you go out to the bars and then you go back and then you get the Sunday scaries and then you go back to work and your corporate job, but you're now you're working from home. So it isn't that bad, but you're also kind of miserable because you can never get away and then you don't have any friends that fucking want to hang out with you because they're either scared that you have COVID or they uh, are scared that you're going to rat them out for not being scared of COVID. (laughs) It's like, you don't, you can't win. And uh, I think that so many people are just lost and um, I don't know, man, it's going to take something to get us all back. But I honestly, like if people are just relying, they they think that Biden's going to come in and it's going to be, hunky dory man you guys better get ready because these these 70 million trump people are pissed and uh they none of them believe that it was fucking fair so um you've got an untenable situation building and while i do think trump will leave and pocket all that money to start his own network or whatever uh I think that, and, and ultimately re- people will realize that he was, they were conned um, because he was a part of setting all this shit up. Um, then that, that will create a, a level of anger that will finally, people will come to me and be like, what do we do? Uh, but until that happens, like everyone's too comfortable. So I'll just sit back and observe, man. But I think that it's going to be an interesting year just in for humanity. Uh, how do we, How do we react? How do we respond? Do we find humanity in ourselves this year? Is this the year? Uh, Who knows, man? But I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to get too deep today, but fuck, I just lost that uh, opportunity. (laughs) I just, I, I wanted to talk about how I just was feeling, man, because this is something that is important to me like i care about my community i care about people and i want i want all of my friends to be prosperous i nothing gives me more happiness than hearing about my friends and my family succeeding and i do everything i can to help people succeed too um and like that 
I wish, I wish we could get back to that, you know, wherein it's a communal level and like you, it doesn't matter what you do, but if you, you can take something that you're good at and you can help someone without expecting anything in return, it's going to create a whole bunch of positive vibrations all over in every community. And so that's kind of my message is that like, if, if you don't, if you, if you go out of your way to make sure that you're creating a good reality for your community, then you're going to create a better reality for yourself. Um, and like I found that just by the fact that I didn't have any money for the large part of last year. And I was able to live in a way that I felt more secure than ever. And I don't know how that makes sense, but it's like the people that I needed to help me or the things that I needed to happen to get help all happened once I just let go. And I trusted in the fact that uh, I couldn't control everything anymore and that the world doesn't revolve around me. Once I, once I let go, it's like I, I fucking awoke. And I truly, now I know that once I get all the money back, I'm going to be dangerous, man, because it's like, that's going to be, uh, I'm going to kick ass and take names and I'm going to build this brand and a firm that's one of the top firms in Houston. And I'm just excited to do it because I've now gotten the perspective that I needed to do it the right way. And, um, and I'm pumped, man. And I'm, I'm excited because we got some good, 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 good content coming up for the podcast. We've got freaking, uh, a bunch of interviews coming up. I know I've been promising stuff, but literally guys with the holidays and COVID, it has made it a nightmare trying to get interviews and stuff done. So, I will uh, pump up the, we're going to do an episode here on weed here pretty soon. Uh, we're going to look at some very interesting statistics on that. Um, I just, you know, I want to keep it light, but also I want to keep it entertaining and also thoughtful. Uh, that's just kind of my goal for the podcast moving forward. I don't, I haven't had the success. I thought, you know, like it was a bit humbling to uh, not have everybody listen to it. You know, I think that that's been good for me. I think that, um, it didn't pop off like I thought it would. And that's fine. I'll just, as long as I keep cranking it out, man, it's going to come. It's just like, I've got to, uh, you know, my, my dad was like, you laugh too much and you're loud and, uh, and you're too loud. <laughs> that was his feedback to me yesterday. You'd only listen to like three episodes. I was like, eat me dad. And also you're right. But, uh, you know, it's just like little things like that. It'll be improvements. I, I'm still new at this and I'm still trying to figure out what works and what doesn't. I think I'm going to do it to where I break up the show in segments. And so that we have a consistent base of what the, what the viewer can, uh, what the listener can expect to hear on a week in and week out basis. But I also kind of like just throwing you guys a bunch of random hodgepodge, although it's obviously not seeming to work because I only have like 25 subscribers. <laughs> so for the 25 of you that have subscribed, I love you guys. Thank you for tuning in every week uh, to my cackling obnoxious ass. But I mean, I truly do think that there is demand for wanting to know about the, like the, the justice system as we want to, reform it uh and uh, also like there's there's a demand for people that want a funny spin on it too so i'm gonna try and give you guys both uh you know this week was more just about i need to get my thoughts out there to kind of get back into the into the motion of the ocean but man it's just been a rough 
it's been a rough few weeks financially. I've been trying to figure out how the fuck I'm going to survive. And so it's made me angry, sad. And I watched this movie. uh, Have you watched Soul yet? Have you heard about it? No. Oh, it's a Pixar movie called Soul. And it's uh, Jamie Foxx. He's got... He's, it's amazing. It, it literally, I cried like a baby back bitch at the end of it. I, uh, I did, I wasn't expecting it. And my girlfriend looks over and I was like, <laughs> oh, I was just fucking weeping. And I like, I hadn't done that, um, off of a movie in a long time, man. And so like, I don't know what it was about that movie, but it like, it gave me some humanity back and, uh, and I appreciated it. So Watch the movie Soul on uh, on Disney Plus. It's pretty fucking good. Right. Uh, it's a kids out. movie made for for adults, I think. But it's 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 like you know, just allow yourself to feel again. I, I that's what I did, and I, I've once you allow your the full gambit of emotions to take hold of your body, even the stuff that you hadn't experienced in like decades, even potentially, like it'll it'll make you feel a way that uh, maybe you'll start to like get on board with what i'm saying or you're just like this guy's a fucking lunatic what is he talking about (laughs) because i can see it from that perspective too you know and it's just like yeah it is what it is and and i'm not trying to change anybody's minds i'm just trying to state like this is what's worked for me and maybe it can work for you too and i've had multiple friends that i hadn't talked to in years like over the it's it's weird man but i'm like reaching i'm like i'm like connecting with people who want to have esoteric philosophical conversations with me that I haven't spoken to in 15, 20 years. And like, it's awesome because it's contrary. It's, it's, it's so many people like are starting to question everything. And so like, it's giving me hope because I'm starting to get a lot of good uh, feedback from the people that are seeing the subliminal messaging and what I'm doing here. And like, they're like, man, this is like interesting because no one's doing this. And so that's really why I am doing it is that most people would be fired for saying half the stuff I say. And so they can't. And so if I'm their voice, good. And if I'm the voice for crazy lunatics that you need to censor, good, whatever. You know what I mean? It's like, it is what it is. (laughs) I'm just pumped, man. I'm pumped for this podcast. You and I are going to crush it this year. Um, we're going to uh, have a bunch of good guests on uh, covering every single topic of crime. And uh, there was a good one. There was a good uh, Sunset Commission article about some of the jail accountability that we can touch on next week. And um, we'll also get into some marijuana topics. I think it's time. So uh, as the legislative session for Texas is about to meet, there's a couple of bills that have been filed to try and vastly expand the medicinal access to it. So uh, we're going to uh, get into all of that, guys. But I just, that's, that's all for this week. I, I'm sorry if this wasn't uh, the traditional law podcast, but it was one of those ones where I just needed to, to just fucking tell it how it was, man. Because I, I, see, I see so much manipulation and I just wish that people could find like, I wish we could have an independent journalist that I could like be like, no, like this is actually what's hap- like what's happening without spin. And I can't find that anywhere. And so like, if I have to become that, I'm like, I don't know, man. It's just, it's, it's becoming so unsustainable because of how different people's realities are just depending on what they read or listen to. So it's every single one of my friends 
is different because of what they read or listen to. So that's just going to dictate what they believe generally. Um, but I love you guys and I, I'm looking forward to this year. I'm fucking pumped. Uh, we're going to do some good for our communities. We're going to do some good for each other. We're going to have some merch. We're going to, uh, we're going to fucking have some good topics. We're going to laugh. We're going to cry. We're going to do it all. But most of all, we're going to do it together. Zine. Are you excited? I'm excited. Are you? <laughs> you don't sound too excited. <laughs> that's, just, that's just how my voice is. Uh, all right, man. Well, uh, we'll cut it here, guys. But uh, please join us again next week, episode 10. Uh, hopefully, we'll have our uh, second guest on to the show uh, and uh, discussing a wide array of criminal law topics. Please like, rate, subscribe, review, and um yeah to the 25 of you who are currently subscribed i love you very much and please continue to listen to this obnoxious heinous motherfucker uh and i will take you to the promised land because all it takes is one fucking one episode that's going to get us there it's just it's it's coming um but i honestly i'm 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 hopeful and i'm i'm fucking excited because I will inverse this planet no matter how shitty it gets this year. And if you guys have one outlet that you can look to for a guy that's like, fuck you world, I'm going to take you by the balls. Then I will be that. Okay. And I, uh, I, I am ready, you know, 2020 sucked and I'm ready to kick ass. So guys, I hope you guys had a beautiful Christmas and new year's join us again next week. See y'all then.